Hello and welcome to another teaching from 119 Ministries. Our ministry believes that the whole Bible is still true and directly related to our lives today. If you would like to learn more about what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Warfare, the snapping of bullets zipping by your head, the whistle of incoming bombs, explosions and shrapnel piercing all around, the ground beneath you shaking, combat aircraft thrusting by so fast and loud that you can feel your insides rumble within. Wounded and dead are all around. War, it's kill or be killed. There's no mistaking being in a war zone. For those of us who have never been there personally, we can only go on what movies or games present it as. But ask anyone who has been there in real life and they'll tell you it's not pleasant. In fact, the common referral is it's hell. But what about spiritual warfare? What's it look like? What are the sounds? How do we know when to take cover or to attack? How do we discern those ever so important questions? Have you truly even considered this? I mean, let's face it, we're in a war. The question is, where are you at in this war? Are you on the front lines? Are you in the medical ward? Do you even know your position? Could it be that you're in the green zone the safe area from the enemy's attacks? If so, allow me to remind you that if there are not enough fighters on the front lines, there will be no green zone, and the front lines will be right in front of you before you know it. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3-4 through 4. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Because the war that we are to fight in is spiritual, we tend to spiritualize everything about the war. Even that of how the enemy fights back, we must never forget that the enemy we fight is indeed spiritual. But that which he uses against us can be of those of the world. In fact, as this battle intensifies, we should not be surprised if the war crosses into the physical. To us, we think it's naive for one to hold that believers today will never have to be tested for their faith as those in previous centuries. To somehow think that we are today immune from what believers before us had to undergo, it just doesn't add up. Fact is, some are going through tribulations and persecutions for their faith in the Messiah in other countries around the world today. The term front lines of the war has a completely different meaning for them compared to that of many others. Are you willing to die for your faith? What about tortured for your faith? Everyone likes to refer to Hebrews 11 regarding all those who were commended for their faith and the great deeds that they have done through faith. But very rarely do you see a pastor or a preacher elaborate on verses 35 through 38. Let's read them. 
Hebrews chapter 11, verses 35 through 38. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, while still others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned, they were sawed in two, they were put to death by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts, mountains, and in caves, and holes in the ground. The world was not worthy of them. Wow, what a way to view it. The world was not worthy of them. Can this be said of you? It must be noted that these believers went through hell, if you will, and it wasn't even the end times. It is believed that all the disciples, except for John, was martyred. Again, it wasn't the end times. How many martyrs of the faith had there been thus far through history, all the while never being in the end times? And yet, now that it would seem that we are nearing the end times, so many hold to a belief that they will not have to undergo persecution for their faith. Consider this fact. Only one-seventh of the body of Messiah will be protected from the dragon in the end times. Only one of the seven churches was promised that they would not see the time of testing as given in Revelation, the Church of Philadelphia. Revelation chapter 3, verse 10. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come upon the whole world to test those who live on the earth. Of course, every church claims that they are the Church of Philadelphia. But what if? What if you are not part of that church given this promise and are left to undergo the testing of your faith in the hands of the dragon? There will be some. Compare. Revelation chapter 12, verse 17. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to make war against the rest of her offspring, those who obey God's commandments and hold to the testimony of Jesus, Yeshua. And Revelations chapter 14, verses 12 through 13. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labor, for their deeds will follow them. But just for a moment, let's say we are nowhere near the end times. The question is still, are you willing to die for your faith or even tortured for your faith? All the martyrs of the faith thus far were not living in the book of Revelation. Yet, they experienced death and torture just the same. What if this would happen to you in your lifetime? Would you make it? Would you stand? It's a war zone. Where are you? Are you on the front lines or even behind the enemy lines? Or are you taking it easy in the green zone? Time can no longer be wasted. It's time to live life like you mean it. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, 
because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Accuracy in life. Don't throw any shots. We hope that you have enjoyed this message. And remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.